Welcome to the podcast, And the Church Said. My name is Dr. Monique Smith-Gadson, a Christian licensed professional counselor specializing in marriage and family therapy. I'm your host for this weekly podcast where we discuss church and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. All of our insights are rooted biblically to foster emotional, mental, and spiritual health for individuals and churches. We aim to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Quite simply, we help the church help the people. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to have you join us for the conversation on today. Today, we're doing a midweek service to the church segment, which is entitled Before Dates and Deposits, The What and the Why of Pre-Engagement Counseling. The title of this program was birthed from my dissertation research, where I studied premarital couples and how they understand family of origin influences. So often what is discussed is the influence, but might not take it deep enough when we talk about how, as opposed to what the influence is. One of my initial responsibilities when I was hired to serve as the clinical mental health counselor at um, church was to implement a premarital program that was more extensive than the one or two sessions that the pastor was able to provide. He spoke with me about knowing um, what he could give in time to the numerous couples that were before him was inadequate to thoroughly prepare the couples for marriage. He also knew that my training in the clinical, relational, and spiritual aspects would give the couples a more expensive and extensive preparation. Premarital preparation has always been one of my favorite areas of counseling. So I was very delighted to take on the task of preparing couples for the work and the ministry of marriage. I was heavily convicted and convinced that I needed to do this work well and with excellence. Truly the decisions and choices are up to each individual and each couple. However, it is my charge to take off the rose colored glasses and to discuss the very difficult work that happens within marriages. Also, I had to shed lights on the corners where most couples do not want to go, especially in those initial days where things are filled with romance and feel goods are most in operation. Two main observations that I noticed early on during my tenure, the first one being, Couples would come to me for premarital counseling and their wedding was scheduled within a year or less. More times than not, it would be within a few short months. That wasn't much time to meet the minimum requirement of the six sessions that the church required. Secondly, the couple's relationship was more in need of development and strengthening than preparing for marriage. So I had advocated for couples to have to schedule their sessions at least 90 days out prior to marriage. And I really wanted to push for a year that they could not um, 
be preparing a wedding for at least a year when they started their premarital preparation. But I took the 90 days that was um, offered as an option. I attempted to create a climate that communicates that premarital needs to be more than a box that is checked off of your wedding planning to-do list. As a matter of fact, I argue it has no place to be a part of that wedding planning list at all because it should be a part of the natural development of the relationship. Premarital should be just about completed before the thrust of the wedding planning has started. So next, I also started discussing with couples the need to do some relational work prior to their premarital work. There was serious conflict, ineffective patterns of communication, intrapersonal conflicts, unmet expectations, and serious concerns that needed time and space to effectively discuss these matters. When I would inquire of the couple, do you think these matters, if left unresolved, could cause divorce to be a thing in the future? And sometimes they would respond, yes. I would say, can you delay your wedding or change the date to give adequate time to deal with these issues? The most common response would be, but we have already paid and sent meaning they have already paid deposits on wedding dresses and venues and caterers, pay for engagement photo shoots and engagement rings, and they have already sent out the date cards, the save the date cards. If not for those things, some stated they would put the brakes on. Hence, before dates and deposits. You get it now? I said we needed to get to couples before the dates and the deposits and encourage them to do the work of premarital counseling. By the time we would finish working on those more serious relational concerns, we would be upon the wedding date and would not have the time to have more sessions um, that focused on preparing for marriage-specific topics. A considerable amount of time is given towards strengthening the relationship. There were some couples who had the time to expend their premarital preparation and have several more sessions. And this was very advantageous for them. But most times, couples would push on and have the wedding. And if I received messages from couples after the wedding, be it months or years, I could just about guess what's bringing them in the very thing they left off during premarital that was never resolved or accepted. I have so often said the words, I do, do nothing magical. They do all things legal and spiritual. You are now bound. So what exactly is pre-engagement? Pre-engagement counseling is a space that is created for couples on the relational, relationship developmental timeline where we focus on the relationship without the pressures of the dates and the deposits. As I've already stated, I've heard numerous times over the years where couples would state that they would have postponed their wedding if not for the financial investments and the save the date cards that had been sent out 
over a year ago, well in advance of the wedding date. Now everybody is expecting a wedding. They are now under the microscope. Getting married is already one of the biggest stressors in life. And we can remove some of the unnecessary burdens just by doing the work of pre-engagement, by not setting up the expectations of others that most can feel obligated to fulfill and not investing monies in places and things before investing those monies in the relationship. In pre-engagement, we discuss solely the relationship and the components of the relationship. So even when couples were in premarital counseling, I did not allow the session to be used to discuss wedding plans. I told them that's why they pay a wedding planner. I'm a therapist. I'll ask how the wedding plans are going, but I do not allow the wedding plans to be the center of discussion in counseling sessions. The wedding is for a day. The relationship is what will be ongoing. So that's my focus. And that's what I center in the counseling sessions. So back to the focus and pre-engagement. The relationship and what makes up the relationship. So we're talking about the nuts and the bolts, if you will. And well, that's the two individuals and everything that they bring to the table. The good, the bad, and all the lived experiences between the two. Each individual and their lived experiences and their family of origin influences. That's what we focus on in pre-engagement counseling. Because these are topics that are very beneficial to discuss prior to engagement. As I conducted the research, it validated my thoughts that I had for several years that couples need more time understanding their lived experiences individually. And they also are mostly unaware of the connection between their family of origin experiences with some of their struggles within their relationship currently. The focus on the relational dynamics of the relationship is such that you need a trained relationship therapist to delve into the unique and complex dynamics in relationships. This is a totally different focus than spiritual leaders and pastors or friends or coaches. We're talking trained clinical relational therapists. So that's not any shade to any other professionals. All are important and all are needed at different phases along the relationship developmental timeline. But here, the work of a clinical relational therapist can serve probably the best in dealing with the complexities of relational dynamics. So why pre-engagement? There are several benefits to pre-engagement counseling. There is a focus on the relationship without the pressure of the wedding date looming overhead. Another benefit is that it keeps so many other well-meaning people and family and friends out of the couple's ear 
while they are working on a very essential part of developing their relationship. Advice is good and wisdom is to be desired. However, this space is dedicated to working on the unique relational dynamics that this couple possesses. It requires and it deserves a level of sacredness and seclusion all of its own. And again, I feel that that is best met by a trained clinical relational therapist. Another benefit is it gives the opportunity to discuss extensively and intimately the concerns that cause hesitation while moving toward engagement. It also gives time for the couple to become acquainted with one another in ways that, the, that develops the relationship for the needed exploration and discoveries to determine if engagement is the next right step for this couple. And it also gives a protection and a privacy of dealing with the emotional impact of deciding to either postpone the engagement or not going through with it at all under the scrutiny of the public and the social media eyes. Now, of course, there are going to be emotional effects that must be dealt with if the couples decide to delay that engagement or they realize that engagement is not what's best for them. It can be a bittersweet experience. The security and the assurance of knowing that this was the best decision based on actual facts and assessment and introspection and it not being an emotionally reactive decision. And then the sadness of realizing that their desire of marriage or the relationship will not happen can trigger emotions of sadness and depression and potentially loneliness. The satisfaction and assurance that comes from investing in the decision and the relationship that experience and knowledge and insights and meaning that have been gained will be with you for a lifetime. Not money that will be wasted on a room that may not be used or food that might not be eaten. If you are thinking about engagement or seriously dating or have begun the conversation about marriage, I say that is the time to strongly consider pre-engagement counseling. Go ahead and go through that process before you even begin thinking about a wedding or planning for a wedding. Invest in your relationship. I have asked the guys over the years, did they have to sit and contemplate before dropping the money on those engagement rings? And so many over time have responded with an emphatic yes. So I say, why don't you invest in your relationship? How about you propose to prepare? There is a lot involved in that leave and cleave part of Genesis 2.24. So give adequate space and time and the level of care that is needed for this phase of relationship development. 
you should propose to prepare or prepare to propose or prepare and then propose. Just do it before the dates and the deposits. Until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit has said to the church. After you have heard my call, what will be your response? And the church said.